Trust in God and God will make your path straight and in all things and everything, lean on God for your understanding. Please be seated. Over the last few weeks, we have been dealing with the idea that Jesus will come again. We don't know when or how, but he has promised that he will return in glory to establish a new heaven and a new earth. We who live in the time in the in-between time between Jesus' ascension and his return, are called to vigilance and resourcefulness as we wait for the coming of our King. This passage we read today continues on from last week. Last week we we spoke about how we should be ready and keep our oil flasks filled so that we are not spiritually empty when our Messiah, when our Lord Jesus comes back, but have our lights shining brightly inside us so that our Lord Jesus can see us and call us into heaven. Today we have a different flavour. As I read this passage and kind of grappled with it knowing that everyone's heard this a million times before and there's probably nothing new that I'm going to say today but I'm going to just sort of say whatever is prompted on my heart that um, we are drawn into the idea of what we do while we wait for Jesus' return. Over the last couple of years, we've been talking about growing the church and having a growth mindset. And, the, and uh, this parable speaks into what we're doing at the moment and particularly into our uh, annual parish meeting, which will be on next week. The talents in this passage are not our abilities or, our, or, our, or the things we are gifted with. The talents in this passage are actually wealth. They represent wealth, they represent money, they represent the currency of the time. Each person was entrusted with a certain amount of wealth. As I was preparing the annual parish meeting booklet, which you will receive after the service today, um, as Abel would know, when you're a teacher, you don't hand things out at the start because everyone's reading the booklet and not listening to the sermon, so I thought I'd hand that out at the end. So that's, that's part of uh, what we've learned as teachers, isn't it, uh, Abel? Yes. Um, as we went through it, I, I, I looked at the financial statements. I looked at the reports. I looked at all the things that I'd collated. And I could see, gee, we have a wealth of things that we're doing in the parish. There is so much going on. There are so many different pieces of things happening. The connect groups, the pay-what-you-can mission, mission that started uh, a couple of months ago with our haircuts and will continue with our, with our church lunch. The mission and ministry, the worship that we have in our parish comprise the wealth of the kingdom that we are putting out into those around us. There, you also see that there are a number of reports that might not have been there in previous booklets because I'm also looking to develop our annual parish meeting booklet, not just as a, we must do this for the diocese, but I want to have a yearbook that kind of celebrates everything we've done. I want to have a thing that you can read and you can put on your shelf every year and go, oh, what did we do last year and what did, we, what, what did we do the year before and, oh, gee, that was an interesting change or, gee, that was an interesting experience. I want you to celebrate what we do because where do we get our motivation from? We get it by being part of the kingdom growth. We get it by seeing what's around us. If we are here in the parish doing nothing and using our talents in no way, in no way to benefit the kingdom, then we're just burying it as a parish. Where is the joy in that? 
Where is the motivation in that? Where do we get the energy to move forward as a parish and try and do something different? We don't. So as we create these annual parish meeting booklets, hopefully you can see some joyful things, some amazing things happening that can inspire you to go, well, I want to pray for this, or I want to join in with this, or maybe there's someone I know that can help Rob in this area. But our main goal is, of course, to grow the kingdom, to increase the kingdom wealth, to, to move into the community and um, to fill the area with people and, uh, that are knowing Jesus and, uh, and we're reaching out to. When I attended the Lycee conference earlier this year, the question was asked, not just of labour, but particularly of clergy, if you are not growing, going about growing the kingdom of God, then what are you doing? What are you actually doing in your parish? Are you maintaining the status quo? Are you doing things to make people feel comfortable? These were the questions that we were asked. Are we pandering to people and demands that have nothing to do with Jesus re- releasing Jesus into the community and everything to do with massaging eagles, e- egos? Are these the things that we are doing? If I and you are not in this parish growing the kingdom, then what are we doing? So have a think about maybe, I mean, there's a lot of people here that know the history of the parish and what have we been caught up with? Maybe we've been worried about being right instead of kind. Maybe we've been worried about ourselves and our own comforts instead of being uncomfortable for the sake of the gospel. I don't know. You guys have been, I'm I'm only a, I'm only a paragraph in this whole book of chapters, you know, that you guys have written. So I'm still learning about what what the things are that are on your hearts. But what are the things in our parish that we haven't addressed and haven't dealt with that still stop us from going? As As the reading starts today, we are entrusted. We are entrusted with the wealth of the kingdom in our area. Sit with that thought for a moment. Because when I, when I reread this, it just kind of went boom in my head. Because I went, I? I am in trouble? Me? Rob Corrin, the person, you know, that's a bit sort of looks like a Shrek on a good day? You know, I'm the one that's entrusted with God's kingdom? Sit with that thought. You, sitting in front of me, are entrusted with God's kingdom. All of us are entrusted with the God, God's kingdom because of our own intrinsic abilities and qualities. The master entrusted the servants with talents because they knew they had the ability or the talent to do something with them. You are here because you are entrusted to grow the kingdom and to build the wealth of the kingdom through your own personal calling. Sometimes we need to go back and reflect What did you feel in your heart when Jesus convicted you, whenever that was? When you were convicted, what was the calling on your heart in the way that you were going to serve the kingdom? What did you see your ministry being? Have you achieved that? Have you achieved those promptings and callings that were in your heart whenever Jesus convicted you? And if you haven't, what could we do to achieve that? 
Because if you're here and you've been entrusted with, your, with the kingdom, then there is something inside you that will contribute to our parish becoming stronger, to our parish reaching out into the community. Peter, if I may share, Peter came and saw me and when we have combined services, he would like to run a morning prayer for people that might not know that there's a combined service and just open the church up and share prayers. What a great calling. What a great way to reach into, the, into our community and build the wealth of the kingdom, making sure that if someone comes knocking on the door, they're not left behind. And I thank Peter for that as well. I don't know if that's Peter's entire calling. There may be more that we need to do, Peter. I don't know. But we'll keep chatting, won't we? But where is your calling? Where is, what is the thing on your heart that you haven't tapped into that will help this parish just explode into the community? Proverbs 31, 10 to 31 speaks about an industrious wife taking the initiative for caring for the household. So too, we, like the industrious wife, as a parish are called to take initiative and manage the affairs of the parish wisely and prudently for the growth of the kingdom. We are called to use our resources to spread the gospel and to ensure spiritual prosperity of the parish so that we are available to, if we bless ourselves, then we also are available to bless others. We remain open, we remain ready to bless anyone that comes into our community so they can be spiritually prosperous. We are called to serve our Lord Jesus Christ and please him in all our actions. Our vigilance and waiting for our Jesus to come back affects the way we live. By walking as people of the light and people of the day through obedience to God's command and a life of prayer and love, we attest to our faith in Christ's return, as we read in Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 5. And I managed to say that without my teeth falling out, so that was good. Every day we have an opportunity to release the kingdom into our parish. And we have, and each of us has a particular flavour in doing that. As the parable of the talent shows, two servants took risks with the money they were given. They invested it and earned a good reward. The third was afraid to take any risk, so they hid the money and returned it later. Like the first two servants, we are called to take risks for the, for the kingdom of God, stepping out in faith, watching to see God move as we trust him. And taking a risk doesn't mean we're going to get it right. I know there have been a lot of things we've done this year. A lot. Many decisions made. Some on a weekly, on a daily basis. And some of the decisions we've had have been missteps. And some of them have been great steps. But a misstep doesn't mean that the kingdom of God isn't prospering. Because we've learnt from that and we can make it and we can shift and we can adjust the rudder and we can adjust where we're pointing the compass to move forward. So just as we step out in risk, we need to, sorry, we need to constantly step out in risk, even if it is a misstep, because we grow from it in order to grow the kingdom. So don't be afraid to step out. Don't be afraid to move. Into, the, into making decisions and asking questions and sharing your promptings with the parish council, with me, with the wardens.
because that's, where, that's, the, that's, that's the cornerstone of what we're doing in order to release the kingdom. God does not call us to hide our capacity. He doesn't ask you to sit there and be silent and, and quiet and to hide. We are given an intrinsic capacity to use our abilities. And we need to use them, not for selfish reasons and to say, look how great I am. One Peter talks about lording it over others. That's not what we're called to do. We are called to use our... Look, would this work? Would this idea work? Could this bring a couple of... If we did this, would this work in making this a spiritual powerhouse in our community? From the parable, it's clear... We can see from the parable it's clear that we can that ungodly irresponsibility is not what Jesus wants. Godly, righteous, and actions in prayer, even if they are a misstep, are still valued by our Lord Jesus because it shows our devotion to our Lord God. Every single one of us has been uniquely put together by our Lord Jesus Christ to play a role in the advancement of the kingdom. And we need to use all the resources that are available in the parish to do it. Whether it be money, ability, time, training and background, nothing is irrelevant and everything is purposeful for the, for the growth of the kingdom. Because you are entrusted with that. You are given the responsibility and the purpose of growing the kingdom. As we move forward this week, as you move forward in your week, can I encourage you to hand yourself over to God? I encourage you to allow God's voice to be the primary voice in your life. And I encourage you to make all that you have available for God's purpose to grow the kingdom in your local context, whether it be someone coming to visit you, or when you're hanging out for a social event, or something that you might be able to do in the parish. At every point in your life, you are called to grow the kingdom. As we move forward, we will see that God's power and glory revealed. We have already seen it in the small blessings that have come our way. But our, bless our blessings will be more apparent the more that we pray the more that we encourage ourselves in faith and the more that we seek God's promptings. Being active in growing the kingdom is an adventure. It's not a chore. It's this amazing journey that we go on. Wow, I've been entrusted with growing the kingdom and gee, we could have some fun with that. And it's filled with opportunities and, and ideas and, and a great love of our Lord God to use all that God has given us to see him work wonders in what we do. Seeing your journey as an adventure in God is our higher calling. Let's accept this with gratitude and joy and let's smile as we do it because I see, you know, I've always grown up seeing very cranky priests and very cranky people that are very faithful and I wonder... I've always wondered, you believe in Jesus, you know you're saved and you're going to eternal life and you have a cranky face. I just couldn't understand it as a 15-year-old as a growing up. But now I, now I think I, I kind of understand it, you know, you've got to have this particular priest face or otherwise people don't call you a priest. 
Anyway, the Lord be with you this week and have a great rest of the week.